0: Hello
1: everyone and welcome back to Face for Radio, it is Sam here and I am absolutely delighted to see you all back with us again for another jam-packed, fun-filled episode, which is brought to you again by Roan. Roan is clothing that inspires men to live healthy, strong and free, building best-in-class products is no easy task, in fact it is a gruelling process of trial, error and at times unexpected success. Roan worked tirelessly to ensure the products you order exceed expectations. Roan is clothing made for men specifically for everything from the gym to the office and we are teaming up with them and Podgo to bring our listeners this exclusive offer of 25% off a pack of three Roan polo shirts by going to podgo.co slash roan that's podgo p-o-d-g-o dot c-o slash r-h-o-n-e for 25% off a pack of three polos. Roan clothing that helps you move forward forever. I hope you enjoy the episode guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Face for Radio. Woo, nice.
2: Lovely, lovely
1: stuff. Very good. We're back. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all I had to say at the start of this episode. That's all you have to say. Cool, great. We'll we'll see you next week, everyone. Just for today, he's (laughs) been Sam Brown. Bye. Why are you stealing my lines?
2: Look at me. I am the captain now. Um,
1: Just for today, (laughs) my name. Is Sam Brown. Hi, Sam. And... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Weirdest introduction so far.
1: <laughs> I'm joined by a couple of handsome chaps, the first of which I will introduce. He is here with us today, but his money is far overseas.
2: It's Reuben Austin. Yeah, I had to put it all in um, offshore accounts because the tax people were getting on my... Short! Again, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: they, they they do sometimes get like
2: that. <laughs> yeah, they do sometimes get on my shorts. So you're gonna have yeah. to beep out the
1: shorts. Probably. You kept it in
2: last week for mine.
1: Oh, great. Well, I guess it just depends on how I feel at the moment.
2: Yeah, I guess. So you guys may enjoy my shorts, or you may not. Who knows?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, it will be funnier when the audience have no idea what that word was. Yeah, and they don't. Know to, what be they're fair, they don't to be fair, they don't know enjoying. what
2: they're enjoying. It's just enjoying Ruben's shorts. They have no idea. <laughs> That'd be brilliant
1: And we are also joined by the procrastinating private investigator It's Scotchual Copeland
0: Scotchual? <laughs> Where the hell did Scotchual come from? Was that, was that a pawn based or something? No Or was that just a, a random word that you decided to make up? No, it was just your Sunday name should,
2: should, should it not have been Cher Scott Combs? Would that not have been better? Was it?
1: No, it, it was Scotchual And that's what it is
0: now Scotchual The Scotland Pimpernel. Okay that's now, my, that's now my new Twitter page name
1: Okay but are you going to do your intro about being a pro- procrastinating private investigator? Because that's what the people are here for. Um, I, I can do. Yeah, give us a bit.
0: Hi, I'm a, I'm a procrastinating private investigator called uh, Scott's Rule Copeland. How can I be of service? What? Oh, God.
2: See, when I do that, Sam, Sam shouts at me. So, you know. But,
0: but I don't know what procrastination means, Sam, for a start. <laughs> How was I supposed to go into that blind and just assume what you meant? <laughs> God. What's, oh, it, what's it mean?
1: It, it means, like, when... If you procrastinate, you, are like, put something off to, like, do later because you don't want to do it now. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: my life. Yeah. You could, you, you could have said that. You could have said Scott Bees himself for for an introduction. Right? Yeah, but then that wouldn't
1: be funny, Scott. Well, no, but, Scott, you're not a private investigator.
0: Okay, I, I will investigate what you hire me to do, but I'll do it later. That's very factual. <laughs> it's a very factual introduction. Thank you. I'll do it at some point <laughs> in the very near future. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, we'll move past that. Incredible. <laughs> how are you boys doing on this fine? What What are we on now? Tuesday, fine. Uh, Tuesday evening of recording. Yeah,
0: I'm all right.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Nothing really. Nothing.
1: Nothing new to report. How, how, how are you
0: doing, Sam? How are you? How are you feeling?
1: I'm all right. I'm doing okay.
0: Just chilling. Been watching a lot of The Office. right nice. yeah. The US version or the UK version? US. Oh yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Definitely going on the Netflix. Never seen it. But never seen it, but I've heard it's good. Oh, good. Well, you know,
2: it's all right. I couldn't super get into it. I think the the race episode kind of stopped me.
1: It took me a few attempts. I won't lie. I've watched it a few times before, but like this time, I just I stuck it out because I'd had lots of people tell me to watch it,
0: and I'm enjoying it. I'm, I was like, that would company only minus the enjoyment. Scott, you suck. You're the worst kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Stephen Sondheim. Before
1: <laughs> so. Just completely not anything to do with the episode, before anyone gets too excited thinking we're going to talk about The Office today. That's not... We're not doing that. We,
0: we've, we've just lost half our viewers.
1: <laughs> yes. We are indeed going to talk about something else that we've wanted to do for quite a while, haven't we, lads? we wanted to, We wanted to talk about this one
2: for a while. Yeah, we keep planning to do this and then replacing it with a different yeah. topic when we get to it.
1: And. I'm not sure why, because I think it was it was a pretty good idea when Scotty brought yeah, it up. Yeah, it's a great idea.
2: Scott came up with this as well after we'd recorded the first three episodes, I think, and he was like, "We could do this." I was like, "Yeah, that's a great idea," and now it's months later.
0: I mean, I've got pages of ideas, mate.
2: Scott, I was going to say I'm not surprised, but I actually am quite surprised. Congratulations to you!
1: I just, I, I love the idea that Scott can't have ideas in his head. It's just he has to have pages of them, like physical pages of his ideas. Yeah, because otherwise he'll
2: forget them when his goldfish brain resets at 3 a.m.
0: Yeah. I mean, if if they're like if they're physically there, then I'm not going to lose them. But if they're in my head, they'll get they'll get like lost amongst all the. The madness in the playground of my imagination. Jesus Christ, all right. So, for the
1: next
2: few episodes... (laughs) Are we just are you just going to move past that? Yes. Scott talking about the playground of his imagination. I've chosen to completely disregard it, to be honest, Ruben. That's a a bad move, but, you know, I'll let you have it. I mean, we could go into it in more depth if you really want to. (laughs) I just, I want to know, I want to know what inspired Scott, as a poet, to, um... To come out
0: with that stanza. <laughs> I mean, I did not I didn't think that I put that far into the analogy. Right, yeah, you see, it's that's
1: just... where I thought that was going to go. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I'm disappointed.
0: I thought,
1: like, that the, the mystery
2: might make it better.
0: Well, when you're playing as a, and you're having fun, you escape to an imaginary world. That's what I'm referring to. Scott, that's so you. Move on, Sam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, for the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about the bits and bobs, the things and thangs... What? that we would like to have with us if we ever got deserted on an island somewhere in the middle of the ocean. As you do. Which will be pretty fun. I, everyone's thought about this. Everyone's thought about this once or twice in their life. Yeah, everyone thinks
2: about winding up on a desert island. I'd like to think so.
1: Yeah, and we've got a few different categories that we're going to go through, and we're all going to discuss and compare our our ideas of things we take, things we, we do, whatnot. And just to Preempting, I am going to win. So like you guys.
2: Oh, is it a competition? Oh, yeah. How, how are we going to compete on this? It's personal preference. You can still participate. It's fine. I mean, I love a participation trophy. Let's do it.
1: What we're going to do is we're going to go through the different categories and the different episodes that we make and just see what each other has to say. Ooh. Yeah. Do it. Scott. Hello. I would like you to do to, to do the first dad joke or bad joke of, of this series just for one reason. And that reason is, I don't want to steal your joke a third time in a row. I can't do
0: it to you. Yeah, please don't. I just can't do it to you. Honestly, every time I listen back on all the episodes that you steal my joke, my heart
1: breaks. <laughs> <slightly. That's> honestly <laughs> devastating. So, I think, without further ado, and just to start these episodes off very nicely, Sky, would you please give us your bad joke or dad joke?
0: Bad joke or dad joke? Just pre-warning, it's got nothing to do with a desert island, unfortunately. Wow. But but I heard this joke and I quite liked it. So that, chances are that probably means it's not going to be funny.
2: Yes. But well, it does mean that it'll be
0: easily understood and we like that. Yeah. So, why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? It didn't have any legs.
1: Because uh, it didn't have a, a lower... Sent a point for it to, to balance on its own. Why, Scott?
0: It was too tired. <laughs> <laughs> it was too tired. Nice.
2: Okay. That's the best reaction I've had so far. <laughs> yeah, dad joke. I'm going to say dad joke to that.
0: In all these
1: episodes. Dad joke, yeah. It just is. It's, it's a quality one. <laughs> it's good.
0: I mean, it's not like anything to do with the episodes we're doing, but... I mean, to be honest, I do wish you'd nick that one instead of the others. <laughs> I mean, if I'd come to this Desert
1: Island-themed episode with a joke about a bike, and it just happened to be the same joke about a bike that you'd randomly come to the episode about Desert Islands with, something definitely would be wrong. Yeah,
2: that's, that's when it gets a bit a bit frightening. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, okay then. Bike. I hope, Scotty C., with all my heart, that you will tie that into the episode but only time will tell.
0: I'll figure it out. Scott now has to take a bike
1: onto the desert island with him. We've got a few different categories. How many categories do, do we have? We have six. Do we? So we can do two an episode. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sure we can drag that out. Yeah. We can flog that dead horse.
0: Yeah, go ahead, then. I love flog it. <laughs> we'll give it a go.
1: So we'll do Celebrity. Because I think that's the most fun. Why not?
2: Yeah, yeah. Get the most fun one out of the way in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And
0: then and then it goes downhill after
1: this. <laughs> well, as usual. Come on, guys. We all know by now. We know the score. Yeah. We all thought about a celebrity that we would like to to be stuck on this desert island with. We didn't discuss reasoning behind all of our choices. And I don't know. Well, tell me before you guys tell me what celebrity you went with. Can you tell me like the reasoning? Like, were you thinking? Funny?
2: Were you thinking, like, cool or useful? I was thinking
0: all of the above. Okay. Yeah,
2: for mine, I've kind of gone with because... I feel like choosing something for each of them that is going to help me get off the island is a bit of a cop-out, and it's like wishing for more wishes, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah. You've definitely done that with all of them, then, haven't you? Yeah, Sa- Sam's definitely planned his escape.
1: <laughs> I haven't planned my escape. I could say I haven't planned an escape.
0: Spoiler alert, Sam survives.
2: <laughs> yeah, Sa- Sam's going to exit his island at some point, and we're there. Me and Ruben are still well on this island now. Yeah, so I I, I kind of took it as if I was going to go to a desert island, like, just for some, for some piece to, like, Welcome to writing or something like that. Then, like I see, like a holiday. Who would you want to go on holiday with? <laughs> Not so much a holiday, but like if I was going on like a retreat. Okay, like a retreat to a little desert island where it's just it's just me and these things that I've brought.
1: Well, Ruben, I would love you to work your magic and tell us which celebrity you have picked. However, I think we could do it in a more fun way. Maybe if you give us like clues, we can guess who it is.
0: Oh. It's like The Masked Singer, only not The Masked Singer. And there's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> the Masked Deserter. The Masked Deserter. There we go.
2: The Masked Islander. The Masked Sele... I don't know, we'll think of them.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll brainstorm
2: this. We'll up it, yeah, it's fine. So, Reuben, what is your first clue? So, my first... I didn't think of clues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, goodness gracious me. Um, I
1: mean, do you want us to ask questions instead? Yeah,
2: should we do it in like a, a twenty questions kind of style? We
0: could do. You, you could you could do it like you could you could only answer yes or no. So we've got to ask those kind of questions. Yes, got like twenty questions. <laughs> well, not really, because twenty <laughs> questions you can answer whatever way no, you want. but you if can't. it's Yes or no, then you've got two options. <laughs> no, it's just yes or no. Yes, Ruben. <laughs> Ruben, is your
1: celebrity a male?
0: Yes, Ruben. Yeah. Does your celebrity's first name? the same as an animal. No. That's really not... That's so specific.
2: Who did you think it was? It's not Bear Grylls. I thought it was Bear Grylls. It's not... No, I said... Okay, first of all, Scott, I said that I wasn't going to be trying to get off the island and secondly, I've met Bear Grylls and he's a... Sure! Sorry, Sam, you're going to have to edit that out. But um, (laughs) he really is. He
0: just sucks. He really does.
1: That is useful to know.
2: (laughs) Yep.
0: Next question. (laughs)
1: Yeah, there you go. Ruben, is your celebrity a... TV or film star?
0: Yes. That sounds that sounds like you're not
1: sure. Are they most well known for being a TV and film star?
0: No. Is this person an author? No.
1: I mean, we could probably go with more like, are they like a musical theatre performer who've done TV and film? Yes. Okay, is it Jeremy Jordan?
0: No. Okay. Is it John, John Bannerman? No.
1: That would have been good, though. Would have yeah, I
0: Bond. wish I'd thought of that, but <laughs> n- never mind. You could have
2: pulled the Christmas cracker with him. I <laughs> know, right? Scott and his saucy Christmas cracker. Yeah. Is it Hugh Jackman? No. He'd be fun, wouldn't he? But He's
0: a film and TV star, Some. Ruben said yes.
2: Yeah, I would say he's most famous for film. Rather than being famous for other stuff.
0: Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Is this person British? No. Oh, they're American. Are they?
1: Yeah. This is going to be like someone that I've never heard of. I guarantee it.
0: No, you've
2: fully heard of this person. Um, this is it's it's a it's a very famous person, and you'll kick yourself. I'm honestly amazed. I can give you a clue that will immediately make you get it. Give us the obvious ones. Yeah. In the Heights. Oh, oh. Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, and okay. Hamilton. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. There you go.
2: Yeah, Limon Miranda. I feel like if we were on an island together, um, I feel like, A, I'd be like, as personality types, we'd bounce off each other quite well.
0: You make yourself <laughs> like a dating profile. <laughs> Looking for Limon Mirandas in your area. We
1: really should have guessed that, Scott. We really should have got that one sooner.
0: Yes, but Sam, the problem is, I'm not very good. Oh, Scott.
1: Ruben talks about him all the time.
0: I do, it's non stop.
1: Non stop. <laughs>
2: bad joke up, <laughs> sure, scott
1: ruben what was the entire thought process with choosing lin manuel that you would just get on with him
2: well was that um, and also we could because i also am a musical theater composer writer we could we could work together we could like collaborate and come up with something whilst isolated
1: is that what would be top of your priority
2: list stranded on a desert island see but because i i my thought process behind it was i don't want things that will help me to leave the island i want things that will help me to enjoy the island more yes
1: but that will also lead to your imminent death
2: how does writing a musical lead to my imminent
0: death yeah but think think of the amount of musicals you could write with lin-manuel what on your way to death with no food or water probably like a bit of one? Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Okay, who said anything about no food or water? This was not addressed when you told me that we have got a desert island. You're well, on a
0: desert island. You're on a desert That's island, like... Ruben. So,
2: there's still water and food on desert islands.
0: You shouldn't need further explanation for that. That's it like... is possible to get
2: sustenance. Well,
1: there is food on this earth. But you don't go anywhere other than the shop to get it. Well,
2: if I needed to, I could. I was a scout. Could you? There's,
0: there's, there's no desert, I, There's no shop on this island, Ruben. There isn't. I know there's no
2: shop on the island, but I know how to. Um, I know how to dilute water. I know how to get rid of the bacteria and chemicals and stuff in it. I know how to lay traps for animals.
0: And with
1: all that going on, you'd still have time to write a musical.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'll go out. Go out in the evening. Forage a bit. Get some mushrooms and stuff. Make a nice little. Um, Sporger's board, if you will. To
0: be fair, it is Ruben, and I can imagine Ruben in, at the end of the world running away from an explosion and still writing a musical. Yeah. He
1: he, he was uh, Scout of the Week, two weeks running, to be honest.
0: Yeah,
2: he was, yeah. No, I was Ruben Beaver, Beaver of the Week. Called out. Yeah. Definitely. Short! Well... Why am I swearing so much in this episode? What's going on here? <laughs>
0: And just like that, Ruben has overtaken my my lead as the biggest swearer on the podcast. It's a
2: surprise, isn't it? It's fine, you'll
0: come back. Yeah,
1: what is wrong with you today, Ruben? What is up with you? Have you got like some pent-up feelings you need to talk about before we go any further?
2: Um, nah, I'm alright. I'll be fine.
1: Okay, well... I think we'll all agree to disagree on Lin-Manuel. He'd be cool to be around, but he probably might not help you survive very long.
0: Again,
2: though, I, I, I wasn't coming at this from a survival point of view. You are gonna be very disappointed with my other options if you're coming at this from a survival point of view.
1: Well, you're going to be disappointed with mine, Ruben. <laughs> I
2: probably won't. I'm very rarely disappointed by things because I have no expectations. Is that a clue?
1: <laughs> yes, it, I, it's more than a clue. Guys, I chose Bear Grylls. I can't I can't do clues with you. I chose Bear Grills. It was I I felt like it wasn't a cop out. I felt really clever. Now I feel like it's a cop out.
0: <laughs> so I've got a question for you though. Yes. Is it Bear Grills? Yes. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> <Point>. <laughs> for once, I've won! <laughs> I think if
1: you're choosing a celebrity to be stranded on a desert island with, you'd be a fool to choose anyone else, even if he isn't a great person, which I don't know, because I've never met him. I
2: mean, okay, you, I can I can vouch that
1: he's not. Right, What are the what is the reasoning for this?
2: Okay, so um, it was when I was a scout, because Bear Girls is the chief scout, um, and so we went to this camp which was called uh, Hashtag Bear in the Air.
1: Wait, is he actually... Called Chief Scout? Yes. Yeah, he's the Chief Scout. What's that mean? Like, he's in charge of all the Scouts ever?
2: Near enough. Yeah, he's like the figurehead. of the. In the way that, like, the Queen is in charge of Britain.
1: Okay, I get Gregor's
2: in charge it. of the Scouts. He's like a figurehead. He's like a representative. He's
1: the Scout monarchy.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and he goes about just being Bear grills And um up... I'm not a fan.
0: On Boxing Day every year, he does, like, a scout speech on TV. Yeah. (laughs) Because the Queen does the Queen speech, and then he'll probably do, like, a speech. He he does the Bear speech, yeah. Yeah. And then you change
2: channel to Scout TV, and uh, it's got Bear Grylls shutting away. But why? Why? When you met him, what happened? Okay, so um, the idea of Bear in the Air was, you know, Bear Grylls was going to come in in a helicopter, and he was going to go around and do activities with each of the different troops that were there, and then fly away again in his big helicopter, because, you know, he hasn't got time for the scouts that he's apparently the chief of and um he uh came down in the helicopter on that day and he started going around and like one of the things was like he was like whipping balloons off a wall and stuff and i was like noise. He... <laughs> um and then he what um... wait go back to that he was whipping balloons off a wall yeah they had like a whip and there were some balloons tied to a wall and he had to try and hit them with the whip because whips are like quite hard to control if you don't know what you're doing <laughs>
0: He, he, he is the Hawkeye of his time, isn't he? What? <laughs> what?
2: Why is that an essential thing to need to be able to do? It isn't. None of this is essential. This is just like fun things that we're going to make Bear Grylls do. <laughs> and then he and then he went around and signed everyone's neckerchiefs, and that's important to the story, that he went around and signed everyone's neckerchiefs.
0: I'm just saying, lad, you do realise that the next time we all meet together, I guarantee Sam will make me get a whip and whip balloons <laughs> off a wall. Where are you going to get a whip? <laughs> just to see if he can do it. Right, Ruben?
1: I own a whip.
2: <laughs> I own a wall. I'm sorry, what?
1: When I was like, I think I was like 12 or 13, I went to a trip with my cousin and my uh, my sister and my auntie, and we went to this old castle, and just in the town, they were selling whips, and we bought one because we loved Indiana Jones, and we spent the whole day like whipping the wall of the castle and stuff and going, Witch.
2: Yeah, see, so you, all, all that's happened here is we've just added balloons. Yeah, but literally, it wasn't until
1: a couple of years ago when I went in my shed and found this whip, and I got it out and actually was able to full-on crack it and realised they'd sold me a real whip at age 12.
2: Yeah, it happens, you know. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I mean, whereabouts
1: were you? You'll never guess. Barnard Castle. Did you see Dominic Cummings while you were there? No, I knew that was
0: coming
2: though. You knew it was Cummings.
0: Maybe there's a re- maybe they gave you the whip for a reason. Maybe I like to test your eyesight of where you're aiming. Yes, is. yes. <laughs> Get them all out. Get them all out. Or as all of the uh, the
1: news readers from London like to say, Castle Bernard. Oh,
0: don't even that does my nothing. That is not how you pronounce that word. <laughs> but anyway, so Beggles was whipping, whipping balloons off of a wall. Yes, right. um, yes.
2: Then he came towards, and our thing was we had like you know one of those massive slings where it like spans about ten meters. Okay. Oh well, yeah. I mean, and we had more, more balloons. Uh, we had we had some water balloons, and uh, he had, and then we'd all stand in a line, and he had to fire them at us. Um, <laughs> one of them went too high, one of them went too low, and then he got to the third and final one, and he fired it, and he hit my mate Kenny right in the face. Ooh. And so of course my instant reaction was to quote South Park and shout, Shorts! you killed Kenny." <laughs> And then uh, he signed everyone's necker apart from mine and my mate Ben's. So,
0: um... What? Was it
2: because you just shouted that you'd killed his friend? Maybe, maybe it was because I called him a... short ba-
0: we, we kind of signal the idea that you maybe don't want an autograph. Well... I just can't believe that Sam's going to have to edit, a, edit a, an episode of the podcast down because Ruben has spent all of it just slagging off burgers. I know, I never
1: expected that. <laughs> Ruben, you'll find this one funny then. Have you seen the video of him... Saying that you have to be really careful to jump over this like crevice because there's like molten lava down there and he's like jumping over it and being really wary. And then it clips over to like another random guy that's taken a video because he found the exact spot. And the camera pans around about twenty meters over to the left. There's just a main road.
2: Have you seen that one? I haven't, but I want to because it'll just it'll, it'll yeah it fuel the hatred just, that's already, already in my heart.
1: Is like stood there like crouching low to the ground. He's like, you've got to be really careful in the wilderness.
2: Like <laughs> you could fall. <laughs> no, at it's any all moment. fake though, and there's so much cool stuff in the world. <laughs> And like, and he's just there, like, and he'll do something, and then he'll go off and stay in a hotel and have a three-course meal, and it's like
1: I, uh, I had a really funny story about bear grills, and I feel like you've overshadowed it, Ruben. I had such a good one prepared; it felt so great.
2: What's What's your story about bear grills?
1: It's nothing compared
2: to yours. Because also, I had to do an English, I had to do an English project on him in year ten, and I was like, I hate him already.
1: Well, mine was just that there was like a. a Celebrity event where he took them up was it like Kilimanjaro? Did he do that one, or he took them up a mountain? Yeah, somewhere. I think it was Kilimanjaro. I didn't watch it, obviously. And my friend in secondary school, his uncle was a cameraman on the trip, mm-hmm. and uh, the only story that I had with any touch, any faint hint of personal connection, was that during that trip, Bear grills gave my, my friend's uncle an enema. Oh, So yeah, that was uh, that was what I was going with, but hitting your friend in the face with a water balloon and whipping balloons off a wall is much better.
0: Tell you what, lads, I can't wait for the next recording when our special guest is Burr Grill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring him on, I'll him. He's, he's come from... to defend his honour for the for the scouts. We've gone from Coral Bradley to Callum Truman to Burr Grill. It's pretty high, pretty high that dips. So, so Sam, this might be a stupid question, but why did you pick Burr <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Scott, I'm glad you asked. I chose Bear Grylls because I think he's a really sound guy. and <laughs> You clearly have not been hit in the face with a water balloon. Yeah. I just think I, I don't want to die. And that was my thought process behind a lot of these decisions that I made. I don't necessarily want to get off the island because I think I'd have a great time because like no responsibilities, no cares, living it up in the sun. But I still don't want to die of starvation. But when the sun comes up, the fun does say yes. That is true. Well, exactly. And you'd have no shelter to get away from it, so fun all the time, I guess. I think
2: I'm picturing this island differently to you guys. I think you're thinking more of an all-inclusive holiday, Ruben. No, I'm picturing like it's still got like a couple of palm trees knocking about and stuff. Like, I would living. imagine so, but you know, no shelter whatsoever.
0: Resources like that run out fast. I mean, I've been imagining Windle Island, which is like a roundabout near my house. Okay, <laughs> well, it's probably a bit different to
1: that, Scott. Uh, speaking of which, Scott, which celebrity would you like to hang about with on a roundabout? Come on, give
2: us, give us, give us some clues. Have you got any questions? Is it a male? Yes. Oh, three males. But yeah, that's bad in it.
1: We went with three males, not females. Is it? Is it um,
2: a, a film, TV star.
1: Yes, Jack Black. It's Jack Black. I know it. It's not
2: Jack Black. Ah, oh, god damn it! It was worth a try. Is it Jeremy Renner so that you can have your twin with you at all times?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I just, do, do, I, I didn't pick Jeremy Renner just because I know if there was ever a helicopter going by, they would probably rescue him before me. So you've gone with a celebrity that they wouldn't rescue before you.
1: I don't think helicopters work like that. You know, there's there's more than one seat in a helicopter, right, Scott? Yeah,
0: but I feel like they'd probably get him on board, then fly away because I. <laughs> so I didn't pick Jeremy Renner. Who else is that on the island? Scott Copeland leave him. I
1: know. I can't believe that's the reason you didn't pick Jeremy Renner <laughs> because you thought they'd leave you behind.
2: I suppose that would be cool <laughs> if I pick. But I thought another I thing. Because they just assumed it was so warm they were seeing double. It,
0: it would be incredibly, uh, you know, cliche of me to pick Renner, so I went. I went for a different route.
1: Are they in? Uh comedy films. They have been. Are they best known for comedy films? Not films. Musicals. Nope. TV. Yes? Comedy TV. Mm. Like like sitcoms? Mm. Is this an American? Tell me tell me you picked David Trummer. Tell me you picked David Trummer. I
0: did not pick David Schwimmer. Is it uh Matt LeBlanc? You've gone
2: completely to the wrong end of the spectrum. <laughs> if it helps. So it's an American sitcom person. I never said American. <laughs> oh I thought I did. Um is it American, Scott? No.
0: <laughs> I've just said it's not American. It's like
2: Oh, um, so it's a is it a British sitcom person?
0: Yes. They've done more than just sitcoms. Wait, just to clarify,
1: Scott, when we say sitcoms, do you mean like, like friends? Or are you talking about like panel shows? Both. Okay. Is it the guy from Not Going Out? What's his name? Lee Mack. Lee Mac.
0: Yeah. Nope. But well, that would be a laugh. That would be a sitcom waiting to happen. <laughs> Me and Lee Mac on an island. Scott, is it Stephen Fry? Correct. Yes. Stephen Fry? Yeah. Wow, okay. Scott
2: sent me a text about Stephen Fry earlier.
0: You weren't expecting something intellectual, were you? Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> what's so intellectual about being on a desert island with Stephen Fry then, Scott? What's, what's, what's your reasoning behind this? Why Stephen Fry?
0: Because he is possibly the smartest bloke on British TV at the moment.
1: Well... You do know that all the things he says are given to him on a cue card, exactly. But he, still, he remembers it all. No, he doesn't. He reads them off the cue card.
2: <laughs> he's still when well, you see him in interviews as well. Though he is still like very very clever. Yes. Oh, he's he's very very clever. I have. I've got to give it to Stephen Fry. He's very good.
1: No, I do agree with that. But I I am confused as to why you'd want to be on it again on a desert island with Stephen Fry. Well,
0: I've got I've got the idea of being on a desert island as if I can't I can't get off it. I'm stuck there permanently. Yeah. There's no way I can get off. And if I if I'm on my last legs of life, I want to be learning as much as I can, just so I can say I've I've learnt everything there is to know. And Stephen Fry, obviously, he knows a lot, so he can teach me everything. He's also lived in the wild for TV shows, but he's actually like, he's not done a bird grills and gone to a hotel. He's literally like stayed in the jungle. So he knows how to live up there. Stephen Fry has lived in the wild. Yeah, so he's actually lived there. So he he knows everything. He knows what to do. I still just can't wrap my head around. Like, I admit it's a niche choice. (laughs) It's nice.
1: No, just both of you. Like, Scott, you want to know as much information as you you can know, as as much as you can learn before you die. And Ruben's like, I want to write a musical with Lin-Manuel before (laughs) I die. Both (laughs) honourable. But mine was, I don't want to die. Which seems like it's more of a sensible choice. Still. Yeah, but it,
0: yeah, but bear grills is like the stereotypical go to answer.
1: Well, you know, if you're disappointed by that, Scott, one of us had to say it. Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah, we we
2: did, Ruben. What no no one ever has to bring bear grills with them anywhere. It's best to just live him leave him in the barge that he lives in in the Mersey. God, you are you are also... You are so bitter towards Burr after that balloon screw, incident, the Screw that, then. I can't bear him.
1: Screw that. I'm going to take, bloomin Stephen Gerrard. We're going to have a kickabout before I die. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it?
0: That would be more fun. <laughs> but, but, like, the thing is, like, like Stephen Fry also, when he's in interviews, he seems like a really, really cool guy. Like, a, a, a good bloke to be around. Yeah. So I thought we'd get on, because, you know... But, but I'd be just
1: might. I don't think I'm intellectual enough to hold a stimulating conversation for him. I think I would be disappointing for him to be on a desert island with.
0: May how do you how do you think he feels knowing that I'm going to be there with him? I don't think he knows that. <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine his face for his <laughs> thinking? Right, I've been I've been shipped away. Let's see who I'm with. Am I with an intellectual mind? Nope, I'm with Scotty C from the Face for Radio podcast. But firstly, shout out to Stephen Fry if he's listening.
2: <laughs> yeah, if Stephen Fry's listening. Get,
0: get your passport ready, son, we're
1: off. <laughs> Bear Grylls, if you're listening, my deepest apologies, I did choose you. <laughs> Bear Grylls, if you're listening,
2: stop immediately. You
1: just you just know that we're going to title this episode about being a desert island. Bear Grylls is going to see it on the podcast trending list, and he's going to go, oh yeah, that's my jam, I bet I'm be in this one.
0: <laughs> and that's just Ruben slagging him <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually done a bit more research into this. Into celebrities? No, into this theme. So... When I first suggested the the idea for this, back possibly about six months ago, or even longer, who knows, uh, I messaged a couple of our friends and asked them what they would say if they were in this position. Ooh. And... I've managed to get the most common answers for each of these categories. The most common? The the most common, sorry. How many people did you ask? I'd honestly love that. I
2: asked 30 people. Are you kidding me? I'm actually so impressed. Just
1: 30 people?
2: I have have done so well, I'm proud of myself. You've put so much effort into this and I've just gone, Little Miranda.
0: I mean, spoilers for the episode. Well, well, no, because because they, they, they only gave me their answer. They don't know the other people's answers. I guess so. Right, come on, them. So it's th- it's still a surprise, but two people got the same amount of people saying them. Who do you think they are? Bear Grylls. That is one of them. Yeah. Who is the other? And to be honest, this is actually a very good, very good person to say because I'm pretty sure we would all like to be on an island with this person. Who
1: did who did the the programs with Bear Grylls? There was Zac Efron, Channing Tatum. And Warwick Davies, one of them.
0: I'm just going to say now, those three did come up. Yes, I bet they did. But they are not the top. Pe- the other top person with Bear Grylls. Have you guys seen the video of Warwick Davies
1: doing the uh, the high wire thing with Bear Grylls? Yes, it is honestly one of my favourite
0: videos of all time. I am a fan of Warwick Davies, though. That would be fun as well. I love him, Sam. I'm I'm very surprised that you've not guessed this other celebrity. Oh well, I haven't been trying really. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite what's the- what's one of your favorite films sam tom hanks correct tom hanks tom hanks is on par with bird grills of the mo- people they are most likely done, to be honest dialing with if i may tom hanks is a far superior person to bear rules. that's very true
1: this is something i had I- already thought about so i bet people have said tom hanks because of castaway right which it's is a-, a film it's
0: not real <laughs> you didn't a- do it right all.
1: <laughs> that is the first point it is a film it's not real but secondly. Tom Hanks's character in Castaway
2: sucked at surviving a desert island.
1: Yeah, he lived. Oh, he he awful. lived. He was a ab- right. Oh, no, he was no, abysmal. no, no,
2: no, no, no. Right. Because he, he yes. Much as he starts off and it's like he's a bit shit at, at surviving on a desert island. At the end of the day, he survives there for two years before he gets picked up. So he's doing something right. He
1: he, he did survive, but there were so many things that he did just in that movie I love the movie don't get me wrong it is my second favourite film of all time it's a good film but there are so many points where I'm like dude why but I'm not surprised that Tom Hanks was second on the list
0: yeah I did get some funny answers though yeah which mean well one person said Jordan North from I'm a Celebrity like you would ever pick him to go on an why? island why Why? with the greatest respect to him he, I, he, he he wouldn't last on an island Well, somebody else said possibly my favourite answer I would pick Amelia Clarke why? Because she's well fit. Shout out to Amelia Clark if she's listening. But yeah, that's, that's what I prepared for celebrity. Very nice. Very good.
1: Hello again, I hope you guys are all enjoying the episode. Just a quick note in the middle here to let you know again that today's episode is brought to you by Roan. Roan is clothing that inspires men to live healthy, strong and free. Building best-in-class products is no easy task. In fact, it is a grueling process of trial, error and at times unexpected success. Roan worked tirelessly to ensure the products you order exceed expectations. Roan is clothing made for men, specifically for everything from the gym to the office, and we are teaming up with them and Podgo to bring our listeners this exclusive offer of 25% off a pack of three Roan polo shirts by going to podgo.co slash roan. That's c o slash rhone for 25% off a pack of three polos. Roan, clothing that helps
0: you move forward forever.
1: Does one of you guys want to pick another category to do?
0: We'll do song. Okay. Yeah, go on. We'll give it a go.
1: Uh, well, I won this one again.
2: Oh,
0: okay.
1: Have you? Yeah, I did a bit of research, actually. Go on. I was thinking. What with? The issue with picking a song to like have as your only song on a desert island Yeah. for like the only thing you can listen to until you either get off the island or, like we discussed, you can't. So it's the only thing you can ever listen to again. The only song you can ever listen to. So I thought the main issue would be that Songs are so short yeah, that you'd be listening to the same thing over and over, and eventually you'd just not listen to it anymore because it would be
0: so boring. And you found a hack around it, have you? Yes, I did. Are you taking the entire podcast episode? No, <laughs> no.
1: I I just I went onto the Guinness Book of Records and found the longest song I've ever made. And the title of the song is The Rise and Fall of Bassanova. Right. Uh, it's by Michael and Kelly Bostwick. And can you guess how long the song is?
0: Quite long. I'd say 43 minutes.
1: Okay. 43 minutes for Scott? No, it's got to be longer
2: than that, innit? It's wrong. It depends on what you count as a song, because like, if the great rhapsodies and sonatas count as songs, then they're like hours long.
1: Yeah, well, I will tell you, it is in movement. Yeah, so I would say... I'm going to say I think it's a couple of days long. I mean... (laughs)
0: Okay. It's three and a half minutes, isn't it? Let's be honest.
1: I think Scott may be a little closer than a couple of days
0: overstepping it. Well, I'm disappointed and I will beat them. I mean, Ruben, what you've described is a playlist. Yeah.
1: The longest song, single song ever published was a total of 13 hours, 23 minutes, and 32 seconds long. Dang. Which means you could listen to it like one and, what, one and three quarter times in a day? If you listen to 24 hours non-stop, I think I'd turn it
0: off by the time I went to bed. Well
1: <laughs> here's the thing. I listened, I listened to some of it on YouTube.
0: When you say some of it, do you mean all of it?
1: No, Scott. Surprisingly I didn't sit for 13 and a half hours and listen to this piece of music. Disappointed. But it's kind of it's weird. It's like techno classical, is how I'd describe it.
2: Ooh, I want to get that lesson. I,
1: imagine like a classical music, like like with movements going through, but it's like <laughs> Not quite dubstep.
0: So it's, so it's so it's basically Beethoven mixed with pretty green eyes, It's what you're describing.
1: It's it's like it's like a 21st century Beethoven. It's a daft-puncted
0: Beethoven. Yes, exactly. Now I want to, I'd want to see that. Yeah, I really want to listen to this now.
1: It is 13 and a half hours of just... And here's what I was thinking. If you were on a desert island, what's the one thing that could truly make everything you did so much better?
0: A soundtrack. Complete
1: backing music to everything you did. Yeah. Like every action you brilliant. do... And every, like, 25 minutes or so in the movement, I would, like, skip it along, and it had completely changed. So, like, everything you do is going to have, like, a different backing track. It's going to be great. That'd
0: be joyous, though. You know
2: what? I can really support that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, I can back that. I really like this idea, actually.
0: (laughs) And that's your one choice that you would take. Yeah. You'd take that one song. Oh,
1: yeah. My little fun fact about it, the uh, Michael and Kelly Bostwick, who released it, did previously have the record, but wanted to extend their lead.
2: Legends, that's that's, that's my kind of people. Can I take them on the island?
0: <laughs> oh, could you imagine a collaboration between them and Lin Manuel? Oh, I'd have it that. Oh, go on.
2: Their
1: previous record was more than ten hours less. Oh, they've yes. made a massive step. So up then, they really, really <laughs> were going for it the
2: second time round. They've, they've more than quadrupled, yeah, their original entry there. That's impressive, <laughs> and I can beat it.
0: I mean, good, good on them. Well done. Shout out if they're
1: listening. I mean. I doubt it, but, yeah, that's my choice. I'm still happy with it. And, you know, if not, then Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: It's a very good song.
2: Ruben. Sam. <laughs> Go on, Ruben. Sam, guess what my song is. Is it Bohemian Rhapsody? It's Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Yes. Of right, course it is. Right. Bohemian <laughs> right? Rhapsody is the Bear Grylls of this category. I swear. Yeah, but Ruben actually likes this. And there were, <laughs> Yeah, because
2: Bohemian Rhapsody is good, and Bear Grylls, say it with me, is a- Short! Um, the, no one said it with me. Cool. Um, people at home did. It's fine. Thank you, guys at home. Uh, shout out to you lot if you're listening.
0: I'm just saying you could probably do a drinking game for this episode yeah. anytime. Ruben slides off Bert Grills. Yes. you have a shot. Yeah,
2: like he did at Kenny's face. Why are you picking the Go it's on. It's just such a great <laughs> song, and it's got form, but it's also formless. And I've never once listened to it and gone, yeah. Like I always, it gets to the bit where like it drops, and it's like um. So you think you can stone me and spit in my eye? And you're like, go on, yes. And I feel like I'd need that sometimes on the island.
0: I'll give it one thing, and it's one of the few songs I hear, like, an instrumental break and people will still join in. Do you like the the massive guitar bit before that? Yeah, Yeah, every time I hear it, everybody joins in. I
1: think it's the classic Desert Island song in that it's got, like, multiple genres in one song i think that's
2: what i'm feeling because as well i'm really into um prog rock kind of stuff and queen's very much into that kind of thing as well and it's like it's really my kind of style that i like to listen to as well and i'm like yeah but here up to D. it's going there and then it's here and then it's there and it's like seven minutes long <laughs> and i'm all about it up down left right evanel you know what i mean it's going up up down down left right left right start seven
1: seven minutes long you say
2: it's seven minutes i mean i'd imagine it's actually not seven minutes and i've just lied to you Oh. I
1: think I think I think I think you've been telling Porky pies, Ruben. Ruben, did you know you can listen to Bohemian Rhapsody 115 times? by the time you've listened to my song once.
0: I know I know which one of them appeals to me more. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just under six minutes. It's respect to bow rap.
2: <laughs> it's just under six minutes. It's not even the longest track on A Night at the Opera, which is Prophet's song, which is like eight minutes and 21 seconds. But Fantastic. It's still, it's lengthy. It is.
0: I'm just going to tell you both now, but you, you've never seen a more joyful sight than the Copeland family car when that song comes on.
2: Yeah, I can imagine that.
0: Basically, it's just like us, us three sitting quietly, and suddenly, is this the real life? And we all join in. It's brilliant. It's what?
2: you, Lexi, what? and Donna from Amamia, all just having a sing song. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, uh, Scotty. Hello. What kind of thing did you go for? Well, I was unsure of how you
0: define a song.
2: What do you mean you're unsure of how you define a song? No, I did have this. I went safe, but I think Scott's about to go out
0: because, like, I was in, the, I was in a position of like. Like technically, Mozart does music, but I don't know if that would class as a song or not. If that makes sense. So I've I've got two options. One of them is funnier than the other. Which one would you like to hear? I think I want to hear the funny one. The funny one. Well, yeah. the funny one would be the theme to Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> right. Because it'd get your hyped to be on a desert <laughs> island. Exactly. Literally, I could, ima- I could imagine just trekking through the forest. You know. By like swinging from tree branches and vines just to the backing track of that song.
1: Why did I just suddenly get the urge to message any artist online and just force them to draw Scott shirtless swinging through vines?
0: I mean, it's going to be the new place for radio logo. Yes, please, God, <laughs> so, please. Scott of the jungle. Scott of the jungle, the Tarzan of the north. It would just fill me with such joy. To be swinging through the vines and the branches with the th- like the theme of Pirates of the Caribbean playing in my ear, but Scott, yeah?
1: I I see your Pirates of the Caribbean tune, and I raise it bad flute Pirates
0: of the
2: Caribbean tune. I've never heard it. No, I couldn't. I didn't. I enjoy it every now and then, but I couldn't have that be the only <laughs> song that I'm able to listen to. I would. I wouldn't even need to die on the island. I would. I, I would just walk into the sea.
0: It would just be fun and I'd feel like a pirate, like I wanted to be as a child, it'd be brilliant. Okay, okay. And the serious answer is Wake Me Up by Aloe Blacc, but that's not as funny. By who? Aloe Blacc, and it's by Avicii as well, but Aloe Blacc does a better version.
1: I was going to say, isn't that Avicii?
0: No, Aloe Blacc released it originally, then Avicii made it into a club song. I see. And I prefer the Aloe Blacc version, just because it's my favourite song on the planet. I love it. Nice. Yeah, and I just thought, what what would put me in a better mood than to hear my favourite song over and over again? Yeah, sweet. It's not as funny or interesting. It's not, but you know, it's it's nice, I like that. But that is the that is the norm for my my answers for, for these episodes. I'm just unbelievably
1: proud of you for not saying stars from Miz.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've
1: not I've li- not
0: listened to that in about a year and a half. I've done well.
2: What? Yeah, because he doesn't need to because it lives in his brain rent free. That's
1: true, yeah. He doesn't need to listen to it because he runs the karaoke three times a morning. Yeah, yeah I've
0: not, I've not. It's me, al- it's me alarm to get out of bed, essentially. Yeah. So my research for this, lads. Any guesses of what the most popular song that was chosen? It was Bohemian Rhapsody, because I'm so white. Yeah, was it Bohemian Rhapsody? That is absolutely correct. Yes. However, only three only three people chose it. What? Oh, good on them though. Ten percent. Yeah, I was honestly expecting it to be like a fifteen. Yeah. And people answer, then fifteen random answers, but no, only three people said it. That's crazy. Mm.
1: Yep. Did generally people go for like? longer songs or did people just pick their favorite song
0: i think people t- picked their favorite song i think i don't think they pick. i don't think they went down your thought process mm. but i did have a couple of funny answers okay uh somebody suggested the mega mix from joseph and his amazing technical oh, dream code just what we not. want to
2: hear the only song ever again <laughs> the only song i want to hear ever
0: again is go 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 joseph you know what they say it just made me laugh there's another person. There's another one I've got. It's called "In the Hall of the Mountain King." Oh yeah, dum 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 dum. Yeah. And if you, if you recognise it, then if you've been to Alton Towers, I think it's the theme of like thirteen.
2: <laughs> but I mean, it's also Edvard Grieg's best work. But you
1: know,
0: the Alton Towers theme tune. <laughs> The Alton Towers theme tune. Alton Towers theme tune.
1: Did anything? Did anything else get two votes? Two votes. Um, I think. If Borap got three, did anything come close?
0: Yeah. Um, Runaway Baby by Bruno Mars got two. What? Oh. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's a classic song. Espe- es- especially when one of the answers that only got one of them was Mr. Brightside. Yeah. I'm very surprised <laughs> that Runaway Baby got one. And a friend of mine, who is very into rugby, chose When the Saints Go Marching In. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, Just for being patriotic. We love your witness, we do. I did get some musical theatre ones, though. Somebody suggested Everything Changes from Waitress. See, for a while, I was thinking, could I choose, if,
2: if we count a song as, like, an une- one unending piece of music that goes all the way through? Could I not choose, like, Les Mis or some, some sort of sung through musical? Hamilton. And yeah, like, Hamilton yeah, be would like, be like, would that count as a song? But then I played it safe because I was like, nah.
0: It wouldn't. Well, we did. We did have. We did have somebody trying to beat the system. Yeah, it was Sam. Uh, we had somebody. Somebody suggested the entire soundtrack of Mamma Mia. Any idea who that was? And you do have permission. Disqualified. Well, any idea who it was? And you can say the name because it was Emily Lowe. Nope, it was Lisa Ascroft, my mum. Oh, oh gosh. So... <laughs> of course it was. She lived it. <laughs> yep, she li- she she wants to relive her memories in her youth. Yeah, just... <laughs> Lisa and
1: the Dynamos. Aye, uh, I think. While we're on the subject of Lisa and the Dynamos, we should probably do this episode's Scotty or Naughty.
0: I mean, that was a questionable lead-up, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know where it links in.
1: <laughs> well, you have to make it link in now, Scott, because we are drama students, we
0: yes and. We do, we yes and a lot. That's very true. Well, this week, dear listeners, we have a bit of a twist. Ooh. Ooh. Usually I would I would pre plan what Scotty or Notties I'm gonna do. However, it is now up to Ruben and Sam which ones I read out. So I've got a list of ten here. Amazing. Ten Scotty or Notties. And um Sam. Yes. Can you pick a number between one and ten? And before you do so, I have I've got I've just written these out. I've not got any unless if that if they're completely lies, I've Knock at any like information surrounding them because I've not planned this. So, Sam, whatever you pick will will depend my fate on this podcast. So, picking a move between one and ten. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm currently pulling out my D10,
1: my ten-sided dice.
0: Oh, oh, that 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 is incredibly handy, to be honest.
1: Yeah. And I'm gonna roll it now and tell you which one. Okay.
2: So exciting. Oh. I'm I'm not I'm petrified I can't believe someone brought Dyson to the podcast and it wasn't me
0: it right okay let me find it oh dear god okay this is not <laughs> um this, this is I'm both excited yet not at the same time okay in the middle of a university rehearsal myself and a friend snuck out to go for a drink
2: I mean, if that's, if that's a naughty, then have you really lived, Scott, is the question.
0: Y- yeah, but it, it wasn't the ideal time to be sneaking off for a drink, which I think if you we go further into the conversation, you might realise why. Sure. What, what were you rehearsing?
1: Well, Ruben's already used his one and only question. Wait, no, we only get one question. I didn't think of that. <laughs> oh, no. Um... Ruben, <laughs> Ruben, you used your question to ask, have you really
2: lived? <laughs> well, you know what? I stand by it. I mean, at this rate, Lars, I'm not keeping track of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Scott can't keep track of the one question we're allowed
1: to ask. The one question. <laughs> I'm going to ask, which friend
2: and, like, which rehearsal? That's two
0: questions, isn't it? Okay. Um... I'll, I'll ask, what, what
2: rehearsal was it? Because that was going to be my one question.
1: Okay,
0: okay, okay. Um, Oh, dear. The rehearsal was a module called Creating Musical Theatre.
2: Right. So the friend was Emily. And by
0: that, um, and by that response alone, I am pretty sure that Sam and Ruben can guess who the person was <laughs> who I went off with.
2: It was definitely Emily Lowe.
0: It was that is, it was Emily Lowe, Yes. Um,
1: I believe that. Okay. Do you want to give us any more context, or do you want us to guess?
0: Um. Well, I'll give you some context. We were in the middle of a class, and me and Emily were given the task of writing a duet. Yes. That we were having to sing. Mm-hmm. And the problem was that we had to perform that duet at the end of the class because we were showing like yes. five minutes of our piece. So me and Em had been chatting and writing, and I was getting very bored. And I said, "Should we just go to the S.U. instead?" And she was like, "No, no, we gotta get we gotta get this song sorted out." And I said, "Okay, we'll get it sorted out." And then another five minutes went on, and I asked again, but this time I was just getting in, I was I was fully bored. And then after we couldn't write anything, Em just said. SU. So we snuck past our tutor and we went to the SU for about half an hour, came back and we hadn't written a song. (laughs) So we had to do it in the five minutes before the lesson started again. And we performed it whilst having previously drunk alcohol and did a song that we hadn't rehearsed or checked the time melody or the signatures or even if it made sense. That was it. Amazing. And to be honest, I thought I, I thought I got away with it until I realised that Sam was looking at me with a bit of a weird look, like something's up, and I couldn't tell him because I thought it's too harsh.
2: Sam, do you have any recollection of this? I know that I've, I've already asked my one question, but I feel like that's questions I asked Scott.
0: I was
1: going to say, I think I have like an unfair advantage yeah, here. because
2: you'll even know that it happened. Having seemingly been present for this situation. Sam... <laughs> What do you think? Is it Scott you're asking? To-
1: <laughs> well, I will tell you, Ruben, so that it's, it's out on the table. I personally do not recall seeing Scott perform this song with Emily before I saw it live in the performance. So with that in mind, I couldn't say I was watching Scott with a weird look thinking that he'd had a drink before he sang it because I don't remember seeing him sing it. But with that being said, I could also just be having a bad memory and just have completely forgotten that I'd seen him sing it.
2: Yeah, that it's possible.
1: I think I would remember if I'd watched Scott
0: drunkenly perform in a uni lecture. I'd, I, I mean, I, I never, I never stated that I was drunk, but I'd had a drink. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, yeah, so probably it balanced itself out. But we all know that when
1: Scott's had one drink, he he is drunk. I'm not, I'm not far off. It would be drunkenly performing.
0: Yeah, but you've also got to think. Would Would you imagine M Low also being in that same situation? Yes, (laughs) M Low,
2: who used to compulsively go to London every weekend. I
0: mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Love residue. I can, I, I can fully understand M Low going away for a drink. But would you really imagine M Low doing it in the middle of an important assignment that we needed to get done?
1: That's the question, Scott. Definitely yes. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm going to say naughty.
2: Okay. I'm going to say Scotty. I think if it's not a Scotty, then well done to you, Scott, for making something so believable.
0: So, Sam, you're saying it's not true. Yeah. And Ruben, you're saying that it is true. I am. Well, I want to say congratulations to Ruben, because it is true. i
2: have hit. God damn it.
0: I don't believe you. I demand a recount. (laughs) Yep, it is absolutely true. So, literally, literally, about 10 minutes before we recorded, I messaged Em Lowe saying, right, I'm going to tell this story now. Are you OK with it? And she genuinely said, I'm pretty sure the rest of our performance group would hate us after this. So we've taken a calculated risk just to get this story out. OK. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say it now, Sam. The, fa- the fact that you couldn't tell that that song, that me and Emily song, was written by the the help of alcohol... Really surprises me. I just don't
1: remember ever hearing you sing it up to the performance.
0: Yeah, we sung it. I think we sung a verse of it and then we stopped. Because we couldn't, we couldn't finish it off. <laughs> to be honest, we couldn't get it through.
1: Fair, that's fair.
0: This is the first time I think I've actually tricked Sam. Yeah,
1: I
2: think it is the first one I've got wrong. Tricked Sam from something that he was present for as well. That's intense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hang on, no, we, we got the birthday cake wrong, but then again, Ruben got that wrong as well. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's true. That's the first one. I think Ruben's like, caught up on my score there. Yeah.
0: Ruben is actually in the lead.
1: Woo! I mean... That's impossible because that's the first one I've got wrong that Ruben's not got right, and Ruben has got one wrong before that I got right.
0: Actually, Sam, you're bang on because I can't count. <laughs> oh great! <laughs> I knew I was in the lead. <laughs> well, you're both you're both equal now. To be honest, you're both yes, on five. That's fi- what I thought. You're both on five.
1: That's what I thought. Okay, well, brilliant, fantastic. Thank you for letting me in on your little secrets, boys. Aye,
2: I didn't like that sentence. You're welcome.
1: Well, you know, there's many more coming in the future of our life that we'll spend together, Ruben, that you will also not
2: like. Okay, great. I can't wait. I'm very excited for that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
1: This, immediately right now, is a begrudging goodbye. He doesn't really want to give it right now, but the episode's ending, so he might have to, from... Private investigator Scott Copeland. I,
0: I, I will say goodbye. However, I will, I will t- I'll say it later on because I want to extend this conversation for as long as I can.
1: Each of our conversations are like three
2: hours long anyway, so you know. Uh,
1: yes.
0: Yeah, that is true.
1: This is a so long from fraudulent tax evader
2: Ruben Austin, lads. I hate to break it to you, but uh, the tax guys they, they they found out about the uh, the accounts in the Cayman Islands. Um, so I'm 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 going to be going away for um <laughs> so long. Well.
0: Join us next week when we're going to be holding auditions (laughs) to replace Reuben Austin. Okay, I know it's not my best work. If anyone wants to apply for the vacancy, then, you know, contact the Facebook page and the Twitter page and the Instagram page. (laughs) We don't even have a Twitter page. (laughs) And as usual, this
1: is not a goodbye from me. It is never goodbye. This is just a see you later on our next episode of Face for Radio. Take care, guys.